Hey, 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 thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. My name is Red, just in case you're new here and didn't know. And if you're turning, what's up, Red people? Hey, honey buns. Uh, yeah, yep. Was hoping that this intro was going to go through flawlessly, but (laughs) apparently not. But let's jump into this new episode, shall we? Welcome, welcome, welcome to this new episode of Uniquely Spoken. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Hey, how you doing? And it's just the beginning of the segment. That's all. And I'm already getting tongue-tied, which means you know we got some stuff to talk about. So, if you heard it in the last episode, in my last episode, you know I came up with this cute little intro. So, excuse me one moment. <coughs> come one, come all to this unique ball. Red people and honey buns you not alike. <laughs> this is the judgment-free zone where we do nothing but let love unite. Hi. Yeah, I hope you like it. I, if not, I'm going to still keep saying it because it's my show. Um, And I love you and I thank you for supporting me. <laughs> one of my friends uh, asked me, you know what's going on with this Don Cornelius peace love and soul <laughs> soul train intro you got going on but hey I like it like I said it's my show and you're gonna continue to listen to it because you my best friend and you you support me duh but before I jump into just scrolling I have to have to have to give a huge shout out to the podcast the bathroom chronicles i've told y'all about this podcast before the host of the podcast his name is kendall but he also goes by the black buff yo check him out check out the whole podcast because i'm he inspires me his his podcast has inspired me he um he shouted me out on his podcast and i'm not doing this because he shouted me out but I I really enjoy his podcast. I enjoy his content. I enjoy like hearing his point of view on certain things. Um, he's a he does like history moments. Uh, he covers entertainment. He covers like a lot of good topics, and is he's one of those people that makes you think about things in a different way. So check him out. Check out uh the podcast the. T-H-E-E Bathroom B-A-T-H-R-O-O-M Chronicles C-H-R-O-N-I-C-E-L-E-S I don't know why I thought I couldn't I, I don't know why I thought I couldn't spell today but hey um, also check out his most recent episode cause he called me a hoe he called me a hoe in the episode now you have to go listen to, to his episode to figure out why he called me a hoe but it's a good episode so you you'll find out why and it's not it's not what you think it is okay it's not please red people don't go light him up and be like why you call red a hoe don't do that it's 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 a positive thing but you have to find out why he called me a hoe okay so moving on 
jumping into this just scrolling you know you know me you know what i do just scrolling across this ghetto ass internet and i come across remy ma remy ma was on i believe is the most recent episode of state of the culture and the topic of antonio brown came up and i believe remy ma was on it joe budden and it was two other people who i their names are kind of leaving me right now but they you know of course were covering the giving their perspective on the antonio brown situation and remy, remy ma i love you i do you know you a dope rapper but also how you let your mouth form to let this ignorance spew out i don't know but hey remy ma made the comment of if you are a rape victim and you ask for compensation uh, like a monetary compensation that that's no longer rape that's prostitution she sees that as you're a prostitute because she believes if you've been raped why would you go to this person ask this person for money or take hush money in a sense to keep you quiet and not want to see this person to um be held to the full extent of the law now of course people have been lighting her up and joe budden agreed with her to a certain extent until she was like yo that's prostitution that's like why take the money now this is my perspective on it because if you have not been in a position where you have been sexually assaulted you this is something you don't need to speak on like or if you give your opinion try to at least take in the fact that people have gone through this you know be compassionate to somebody's pain speaking from someone who has been sexually assaulted i can honestly say had i gone to the police and did uh went the criminal route and my abuser was found not guilty and then i decided to take him to civil court and get money for treatment because look i need counseling i need therapy this is trauma that i endured at a young age by the grace of god it was not rape um but i was molested for about four years and at the time when everything came out when i finally said something um i was 16 and i didn't press charges and everything or anything like that for multiple reasons one i didn't want to relive relive it mentally what i already had to go through physically i it was already causing like a rift within my family because it was a family member who did it um i i didn't i didn't want to go through that especially as a teenager so somebody who would rather settle outside of court instead of taking instead of going the criminal route because not all the time uh the abuser is found guilty sometimes it's easier to you know what let me take this 
and go get the help that I need instead of whatever, whatever. And it sucks. A lot of times I've blamed myself for not pressing, uh, pressing charges, but I also have to look at it as I, I knew what I needed in that time. And to be honest, I still to this day haven't really got the help that I needed because I didn't have the money to pay for it. So had I went the civil route, I probably could have got money. I probably could have got the help that I needed or I should have. But like prostitution and rape involves a choice. A prostitute is somebody she or he makes that choice. A lot of times it's a dire situation or they doing what they made a choice to do what they do to supply whatever that need they have. Someone who's raped doesn't have that choice. They didn't choose, hey, I'm going to go get raped today. That's not a choice somebody makes. That's not a pain that somebody wants to endure. So for Remy Ma, if you see this as prostitution, now there are some People that go and lie and say, yes, so-and-so did this to me. I want money. I want them to pay, da-da-da-da. And they make up this elaborate story. And that's for guys to deal with them in the end. But for the real victims, and I don't like calling myself a victim because by the grace of God, I survived. But for the real victims, you just shamed a lot of them who decided to go the civil route, who decided to take money instead of going through a whole trial because sometimes you never know how long a trial is going to last you don't so look next time keep your ignorant ass opinions to yourself and that's like that's 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 real moving along h&m come back to the table come back come back to the table now when the first when the pictures of the photo shoot with involving the little girl whose hair was not in a sense groomed um first came out of course everybody lit h&m ass up then the other photos were was released and h&m i'll give you an apology a slight one i'll give you an apology for jumping the gun and not really knowing the full extent of the photo shoot of the story whatever but you're not completely out the woods let me put this let me put this lighter under your arse okay all the kids were it was an unkept shoot apparently h&m released a statement saying that when they're dealing with kids or for this specific photo shoot it was done after school they wanted the kids to naturally look messy and all of that now H&M, some of those kids, you know good and hell well, didn't come to that photo shoot that messy. You, It's easy to make a messy bun. It's easy to mess up some straight hair. But this particular child had a different hair texture. Now, the parents of the child, you still have, hold some type of responsibility. And an uh, Instagram influencer that I follow... Um, who she's a, really a lot more than an Instagram influencer. I don't want to just put her in that one category. But she made the comment of, 
well this is natural beauty who are we to tell this little girl that your hair in its natural state is is not beautiful is not kept and she also made the comment of a lot of people were probably upset because the hair was um kind of un not unkept but it wasn't moisturized and all of that true enough the hair looked unhealthy is what she said now h&m and the parents of the child i still hold y'all responsible because there was a better way to do this her edges didn't have to be laid her you know everything didn't have to be pulled back like a sleek bun but there was a way to make this make this child look more presentable okay so moving along h&m you are now allowed to get up from the table moving along um since we're talking about kids Courtney Kardashian, bring your ass to this table. Now, I'm I I I don't follow, I don't do keeping up with the Kardashians. They not really a family I want to keep up with. They not my cup of tea. But I saw this clip of this little girl slapping the sh- out of her mama over a cough drop. Over her not getting up and moving fast enough to go get her to go get the little girl a cough drop now everybody got their opinions about whooping their children and whooping whatever true enough here's my thing she um courtney kardashian tweeted somebody or responded to somebody's tweet well if she's hurting on the inside me hurting her on the outside isn't fixing the problem i have to figure out what's going on and Okay, understand that. Un- completely understandable. But if her hurt inside is hurting you outside, somebody is going to be hurt. Somebody ass is going to hurt very, very hard. <laughs> that ass is going to be lit up. Or at least that hand. Because I don't know how this is seen as acceptable. And maybe it's not acceptable to you. But you sitting there and going no okay no we're not gonna do this and all no baby no 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 if you don't make her go outside and find a switch and uh i think courtney and uh scott i think that's his name were both upset at chris jenner's chris yeah chris jenner's boyfriend about making the comment that if the little girl i think her name is penelope if it ain't, we're going to call her Penelope. That if the little girl ever scratched him across the face, because apparently this little girl done beat a nanny or hit a nanny, hit a babysitter, doing all of these things, like if she ever scratched him across the face, he made the comment, yeah, I would whoop her ass. Now, this made the parents upset. They feel like they can't trust him with their child. To a certain extent, look, you just a boyfriend. You ain't even got, she ain't even got your last name. No, you not finna have no right to touch my child. Now, correcting her and then letting me know about it, that's for me to deal with. But somebody need to lay hold of hands on this little girl before she go out in this world and somebody lay unholy hands on this little girl because she decided to throw a fit and now she got to throw hands. Somebody got to throw hands with her. Correct your children correct your children 
before they get out in this world and the people in these streets correct them and then you're gonna feel some type of way and y'all the type that press charges we can't get along y'all the type that press charges all right let's move on into this next segment shall we So we're back and I kind of want to introduce a new segment to you all and let me know if you like it. If so, I'll keep it. If not, we'll get rid of it because even though this is my show, I do it for you. I do it for the people. I want you to feel just as involved. All right. As when I, as I do when I'm creating it, if that makes sense. If it didn't just roll with it like it did. All right. So, this segment is called, With Your Trash Ass. Now, a lot of times, I don't cover everything I want to in just scrolling. Some people just gotta be, you gotta be called what you are. You trash. Um, so, I decided to create a whole new segment. Like I said, I might keep it, I might not. This is the tester. But it's called, With Your Trash Ass. First up. Heather Lynn Patton. I think that was her last name. I know her name is Heather Lynn. Heather Lynn Patton reports to the office with your trash ass. Okay. For those who don't know, Heather decided to go on this rant in front of or actually exiting a CVS where she kept screaming, I hate niggers. Lord, I hate that word. But I hate niggers. I would kill all the niggers if it wasn't against the law. If if the law would let me, all the niggers would be dead. I hate niggers. I don't care. Get my face. Get my license plate here. Get a good picture. Like she went on this rant. Now, what really triggered it is still unknown. But the police was called, and this happened in California, and supposedly they're supposed to be looking into this as like a hate crime or a hate speech. Um, that's, what, that's how they're supposed to be investigating this. She has been fired. Um, when Sean King says, I need this person's information now, if you don't follow Sean King, please follow Sean King. He's like a dope activist and... I don't want to put him in one category like Sean King is the bomb.com but when Sean King say I need this person information now who is this where do they work whatever whatever baby you would think the folks on black twitter work for the CIA because they will find out everything about your trash ass okay Heather Lynn has, has been fired from her job apparently she's like a costume designer um in california and she's worked on the sets of you know different shows or film um like she's not a big name but it's big enough so she uh, i believe deleted her instagram account or deactivated it or at least deleted all the posts on it and in her bio 
she wrote, you know, she's sorry. Um, please don't judge her for this one mistake and all of these things. And she also stated that she was intoxicated on this day and don't hold it against her and let, let her prove or get help get back to what's really important loving each other yada yada blase blase the the stuff the stuff that people of european descent decide to say when they the men caught up when they the men caught on candy camera she gave that speech i'm so sorry love love is the only thing that matters no 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 Cause see, keep that same energy. I'm a believer that a drunk mind speaks a sober tongue. So keep that same energy. You hate niggers is what you said. You said it with such vengeance and spew and hate. You meant that. Oh, you meant that Heather Lynn Pat. You meant it. So don't, don't, don't backtrack now. You out there now. Trump got y'all feeling real, real bold. And he close to being impeached. Please, Jesus, I don't, I don't, I don't wish bad on nobody. But Lord, you know, this man ain't doing nobody no good in office. So if he's impeached, if it be your will, let it happen. Amen. Now, he got y'all feeling real bold. My thing is, how how is it that white people always say they hate black people? Or some, not all, some, 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 say that they hate black people. And they hate, uh, oh, we lazy, we this, we that, and hate, hate, hate. But y'all don't hate us enough to stop copping our culture. To stop taking things from our culture. You don't hate us then. You don't hate us when music come out that you like. You don't hate us when fashions come out that you like, that you try to put up and say that you discovered this and it's a new discovery and yada, yada, blase, blase, when we've been doing it for years. You don't hate us then. You don't hate our bodies that you keep altering your body to look like. You don't hate us then. You don't hate us when it comes to cooking. You don't hate us then. So, hey, you know what? Hate us enough to leave us alone. You hate niggers. Okay, hate us enough to leave us alone. Leave us alone. Leave our culture alone. Leave everything that you do. Uh, slang, all of that. Leave it alone. You hate us, remember? Hate us enough to leave us alone. Go on about your raggedy. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Moving along, you you may exit the office. Now, next up, calling to the office, Amber Geiger. Please report to the office with your trash ass. Now, if you don't know Heather, not Heather, Lord, I'm still talking about this woman. Amber, um, it was a Dallas police officer who shot and killed both both them John um after exiting after exiting after entering his apartment by mistake by mistake thinking that it was hers now i believe the case is still going on now or the trial is still going on and she uh jesus 
she was called to testify or she testified on her behalf and she gave you know this boohoo performance and i hate to say that but it let like we're gonna call the thing a thing she gave this boohoo performance of i wish it was me i never intended to kill anybody i never intended to take an innocent life and all of this Here's the backstory. If you don't know, yes, she killed. She killed the, uh, Mr. John after entering his apartment. He was sitting on his couch watching TV, eating ice cream. She entered his apartment thinking that it was hers. She was off duty at the time. Um, the defense is trying to say, well, she just, you know, she had just got through working a 13 to 14 hour shift and she mistakenly parked on the wrong floor of the apartment complex. And she went to the door, the door, uh, she put her key in the lock. Um, and it didn't like her key didn't turn, but the door was cracked. And she said she heard someone inside before, uh, going in. Now, the first thing she did was draw her weapon and open the door. He was sitting on the couch. I don't know how many people going to break into your house, ma'am, and eat ice cream and watch TV and wait for you to get home. Like, come on now, that bitch. Um, so she, she shot him. She shot him through the heart. The coroner um, that testified said that from the position that he was shot he had to either be crouching down um standing up or like just getting up or um like ducking or like in a ball position or whatever the case may be from the trajectory that he was shot now she said that she walked in and he stood up and came towards her yelling hey 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 um once again i don't know how many people gonna break into your house and do that like just announce themselves and eat your food and wait for you to get home to kill you or rob you whatever the case may be but ma'am all right but she um she shot him through the heart and unfortunately he passed away now Here's a couple things. A, she was so tired. She was, oh, God, I worked this 13, 14-hour shift. I'm so tired. But you wasn't tired enough to not be sexting your partner, who apparently is married, that you've been having an affair with. You were holding an intimate conversation with him. So you wasn't that tired. Yeah, you were 60. You send the pictures and stuff. You prepared for him to come over. You ain't that tired. Exhibit A. Exhibit B. There was a, a large red mat in front of the door. Now, if you get to your door and there's a mat there that you know that you didn't buy, then, you know, common sense, which is free to everyone, but apparently not everyone can afford it. Common sense would say, hey, this not my apartment exhibit b exhibit c she took a de-escalating class like three months prior to this incident a eight hour class they asked her on the stand hey what did you learn in this de- you know de-escalation class that you could have applied to this situation or why didn't you apply it her response was i don't know 
okay, bitch, um, exhibit D, she claimed, you know, she never wanted to take an innocent life, she, if she could, she would reverse the hands of time and do all of that, but she had a first aid kit in her backpack, and she's CPR certified, so you could have did something, even though he was bleeding internally because the bullet passed, I believe, through his heart, his lungs, his stomach, and his diaphragm before landing somewhere else in his body. There, the coroner testified and said that there were no marks as far as like someone trying to do CPR to resuscitate him. So, yeah, you obviously ain't that sorry uh what what i was on exhibit d exhibit e when the police were called her brothers in blue she was not handcuffed she was able to walk freely until she was brought in all of that how ma'am you weren't treated like a criminal at all now had it been your body laying across the floor we know how this story would have ended unfortunately because if you missed it both them john is black now they're saying that race shouldn't play a role in this they're more so trying to fight um she her i believe it's called a mistaken um a mistaken not fatality um shoot i forgot i forgot the name the name of it uh and it's gonna come to me right after i stop recording but basically trying to say that what happened was a mistake and she shouldn't be given life in prison which be honest like we've seen this before not to this extent but we've seen it before she's not gonna get life in prison i don't believe it if she does i'll be shocked i'll be shocked if she get longer than four years with time served to be real about it but uh let's see so she didn't do and apparently she's on a task force that backs up Dallas SWAT. So you have to go through all of these de-escalation tactics when you're dealing with stressful situations and stressful people. But that didn't come to your head when you entered somebody's home. And you said you heard him when you were in the hallway. So common sense, if you at your door and you hear somebody inside and you an off-duty cop, hey, let me call somebody. Let me call for backup and say, yo, it's somebody in my apartment. I need backup. I need help, whatever the case may be. And not take your ass in your apartment. No! You took your ass in your apartment. Or, I'm sorry, not your apartment. His apartment and you put a bullet through his heart. So, Heather and Amber, your sentence, your punishment for being a trash ass individual I wish you having to walk barefoot on a stadium not a stadium a football field length of Legos and when you make it from one end to the other you gotta brush your teeth with mint toothpaste and then drink orange juice afterwards that's what I wish for you that is your punishment it is so ordered this has been with your trash ass well we are back and we reached unique thoughts and i was thinking back 
and listening to some of my old episodes, you know, once I publish an episode, I don't really go back and listen to it. To be honest with you, because I am my biggest critic. I will hear something of something else I could have said, a joke that should have been funny that I didn't think was funny. But listening back, I realize I told y'all some stories about my college life, but I haven't really told you many. And a couple of you really enjoy these story times <laughs> for some of your reason. And this one, I don't think I told you. So this actually got brought up because I posted a question on my Facebook page um, for people to send me questions for my Hey Honey, Jesus, <laughs> for my Hey Honey segment. And my bestie, my, my tink, sent me a bunch of questions. <laughs> but one was, how was your college life? And there's a story that popped in my mind. So, I don't think I ever told y'all that I actually won a dance competition on campus at the University of Southern Mississippi. Now, (laughs) the way I won said dance competition uh, was beyond me. (laughs) So... I actually dropped down into a split like I was getting tipped like somebody was finna make it rain big money on me and I was a stripper named Diamond and I worked at Magic City on the weekends to pay my way through school (laughs) when I tell you (laughs) I I shocked now see here's the thing I have to shock my body Cause I got to shock my damn self first to drop down into this split and ended up winning this dance competition. And I was going up against like six or seven other people and they were going by rounds to eliminate people. And I made it to the top two and I made it up in my mind. Like, look, if I make it to the top two, I'm going to do a split. This is the conversation I'm having with myself but not letting myself know when exactly the split is coming. Now, if you listen to my episode a little while back of me telling you how I met my best friends, uh, you remember me telling you that we all auditioned together for a dance team on campus. And where I waved the white flag in surrender is when the girl told us to roll and so our left split. And see the way my body set up. I can't just roll into my left split. That don't come easy. Like it does to some people. It just hits. Oh no. See I got to hype myself up in, a, in, in some degree. And then I just got to boom drop it. <laughs> I just got to boom drop it but then i can't stand out there too long because then it go from oh she killing that shit to lord somebody help her up poor baby has fallen and can't get up somebody get her a life alert <laughs> somebody get her a life alert pin jesus put it around her neck 
I fall and I can't get up. I turn into the lady from the commercial. Help. Help. Baby, let this hip start locking up or I get a cramp in this thigh. Oh, no. <laughs> she ain't no more. Oh, she killed him. Oh, the big girl did a split. Oh, no. No, 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 no. See, for y'all, it's all fun and games and it's cute and, oh, I'm killing it. But my body is like, oh, bitch, this what we doing. Oh, really? This how you feel today? All right. We're going to participate. I'm going to participate with you for a smooth 20 seconds. You got 20 seconds to get up. If not, we're going to lock this hip up. We're going to lock this left hip up. And then watch you struggle. So, yeah. What did I win, you might ask? I won a $40 gift card (laughs) to, to Barnes & Noble on campus. Look. When I say that, that gift card came in handy. <laughs> it only came in handy. Because it wasn't much you can buy. The bookstore cost way too much. Shit was more expensive than it needed to be. So what did I use that gift card for? I used it in case of emergencies. When I didn't have food. <laughs> I went and got snacks. Call it what you want to. Call me a fat ass. I don't care. It was survival mode. Okay? It was survival mode. And guess what? Guess who survived? I did. How? Off of bouncing that ass for $40. <laughs> for a $40 gift card to Barnes and Nobles. So, yeah. Yeah. How was college life? I shook a little something. <laughs> Made a little money. <laughs> Shake it real fast. And get to the store. Oh yeah, I did that. I'm proud. You know what? A lot of times we don't compliment ourselves enough. Damn it, I'm proud of you. I am proud of you, Red. You did that. Because the, the guy that I was in the top two with... He climbed on the ladder. There was a ladder propped up for whatever reason in the place. He climbed up on the ladder and everything and was twerking and was getting it. Okay. All right. See the way this skinny ladder in my big ass is set up. Oh, no, 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 no. You ain't finna put me on YouTube. You ain't finna get me on uh, TikTok, nothing else. Make money off of me. Oh, no. No. I'm going to stay right down here on this ground. I'm going to go ahead and do what I need to do. Drop down and get my eagle on. Can't stay down there too long. That eagle, that eagle turned into a smothered and covered fried chicken at a, at a certain point. If you ain't careful. But, needless to say, I won, be. <laughs> I won. So yeah, my thoughts at at that time, survival. <laughs> Get it how you live. Uh, so this brings unique thoughts to a close. <laughs> my advice for any college student hearing this: uh, if you gotta shake a little ass to get a little cash, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Be better than me. Be better than me. <laughs> 
I I enjoyed my time in college. I made no questionable decisions in college. Um, yeah, we're going to end this before I end up exposing some things I don't need to expose. Uh, see you in Hey Honey. Or not see you. I'll talk to you in Hey Honey. You get it. Hey, honeys. So, as I stated in the last segment, I made a post on my Facebook page asking for, excuse me, asking for um, questions for my Hey Honey segment. And my best friend, being the person that she is, gave me ample questions. <laughs> so, she gave me plenty of things to work with. Um, thank you, Bessie. Thank, thank you, my baby. I appreciate you. <laughs> and I'm going to pick one of those. If you would like to send me a question to give my advice on, my outtake, my look, whatever you want to call it. Um, Jesus. <laughs> if you would like to send me a question, follow me on Instagram at uniquely underscore spoken underscore words. You can uh, send me a D. Uh. <sighs> It's just words. It's just the English language. That's all. You can send me a DM on there and send me your question or send me a voice memo on Anchor asking me a question or uh, follow me on Snapchat at spoken underscore red. Mm, I believe that's the Snapchat. Lord. I hope that's the Snapchat. If you don't see an albino girl with uh, uh, blonde hair and black glasses, it, it ain't me. Okay? Look, I tried to find an albino bitmoji, but it, it didn't really work in my favor. So, I went with the lightest complexion. So, the question on the table is, why do people look to other people for love um make sure that's right yeah why do people look to other people for love so i believe a lot of times people aren't looking looking for love initially they're looking for validation some not all but some are looking for validation and they ended up ended up they end up possibly finding love along the way a lot of people aren't looking to people for love they're looking to people to fulfill the idea that they've made up in their head of what their definition of love is they're looking for someone to fill that void as far as love that they feel like they've missed out on love that they perceive you know would be the best love or perceive to be actual love or they're looking for um maybe the type of love their parents had or even the type of love their parents didn't have so they could end a generational curse or generational cycle a lot of times it's not love 
that people initially go in looking for some do some really want love and want that genuine connection and some want the idea of being in love or the idea of having someone to simply say they're in love with or simply say they're in a relationship with and then that's where settling becomes a problem some people settle into situations they settle into situationships for the sake of saying hey i have somebody that loves me and i love them back but it's not love it's either lust or a temporary a temporary infatuation it's not something that's genuine is this person going to love you when you're going through your bad are you are you going to love this person when they're going through an ugly storm in their life if you can be with somebody and genuinely check in with yourself and say is this the type of person that's going to be here with me not be here for me but be here with me and really get me through my hard times is this that type of person that I can depend on and your first mind go to nope then you not in love with somebody you might be infatuated with their actions you might be infatuated with their with their physical appearance but what happens when appearance fades what happens when they don't do the things that they used to what happens then are you still do you still call it love or do you call it well this was getting me through at the time because that's what a lot of y'all are in a lot of y'all not really in love you in infatuationships and when that infatuation fades the attraction fades and real you know real situations start happening that's when it's going to hit like yo okay so this ain't the love my grandmama and granddaddy had this ain't that type of love this ain't old school r&b kc and jojo type love this is it's not it and a lot of people go searching for something to fill a void without checking in with themselves first the love that you want a lot of times you have to give it to yourself first and let it pour out of you for me because y'all know I, I try to make this as personal as possible I haven't been in a relationship uh not a serious one I was in one in any work uh but I was in a relationship and I can genuinely say I did not love this person because I was able to cut him off with no hesitation and no regret. Did I almost go back to this person? Yes, because I was infatuated. I was infatuated with the fact that somebody liked me and wanted to be with me, but I wasn't infatuated enough to to accept BS and to settle and say just for the sake of saying i'm in a relationship with somebody a lot of times you're not in love you in deep attraction or deep infatuation 
So why do people go to, why do people look to other people for love? To secure that spot in their mind, to secure that idea that, hey, this is what love is. But if they have this warped idea of love and expectation and reality don't meet, then it becomes, well, this is the person that I'm supposed to be with because of a situation or a circumstance. And a lot of the times that's not it. So if you're not genuinely loving yourself first and loving yourself to the point where you can go to that dark place within yourself and say, I still love me for for me. Because for, for me, it's that, okay, I haven't been in a relationship. I'm not willing to accept just anything. But I'm still learning how to love myself in all aspects mentally physically spiritually emotionally all of that to be able to say I love somebody else before I look to somebody else for love for what I believe love is I gotta look at myself first and if you can't do that it's not healthy to look to somebody else for love because what you're going to end up with is a situation that's going to tear you down in the end. And you're going to end up in a situation that you don't deserve to be in. So love you first. Love you unconditionally and unapologetically first. Look to yourself. Look to God for love first. First of all, look to God for love and for that validation. Look to yourself to love for love unconditionally and then I wouldn't say look to somebody else for love or look for somebody else to love you Mm, nope wrong words (laughs) you can look for somebody else to love you but be okay with you know what if this person doesn't love me for me for all of me flaws and all good days bad days ugly days all of that be okay with yourself enough to say i'm not going to settle for just anything for the sake of what my idea of love is so i hope that helped i hope that was you were satisfied with that answer i hope it all made sense in the end but as always I love you. Well, we have reached the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I stated before, if you missed it some type of way in the intro and in just scrolling, my name is Red. You have been tuned in all of this time and you didn't know who I was. I feel offended. But hey, let's jump into unique speaks um this week you're getting a quote don't i don't want to hear no back and forth technically i can't because you're listening to me and i'm not really listening to you but hey here we go so while i was scrolling i came across this not mean but 
you know, somebody posted something that said, stop trying to be the bigger person. Cuss them folks out and go to bed. (laughs) Now, here's what that means to me. Besides the fact of it being self-explanatory. A lot of times we try, or some of us, not all of us, some of us, try to do our best to be the bigger person. And you know what? I'm going to walk away from it. But in the end, it hurts. A lot of times it hurts us being the bigger person because we feel like, you know what? We don't want any confrontation. We don't want any confusion to spare us the headache. We just gonna, you know, let let it be, let it be so. We gonna turn the other cheek, be the bigger person, walk away, yada yada, blase blase. But our feelings and how we feel, that's the same thing. Sorry, but how we feel gets pushed to the side, or be it by us or by the other person, gets pushed to the side for the sake of trying to keep down confusion and not wanting a confrontation. So if you're not a cusser, this you don't got to be a cusser. Go off that one time. You get a free pass to go off that one time. Let your feelings be known. If it's that one coworker that always eats your lunch or always come around and want to talk and you know they don't like you and you don't like them, look, we coworkers. We not friends. I don't care about what you did on over the weekend, Susan. You or your buck tooth kids. I'm sorry, that's not nice. But like, it's it be like that. We try to walk away, even with family members. We say, you know what? Walk away. Be the bigger person. Be the bigger person. This situation is not gonna last long. Be the bigger person. Walk away. But we hurt ourselves because we're not saying how we feel. Not all the time it has to be confrontational. Not all the time it has to be some type of aggression. But every now and again. If you a cusser, cuss that person out. That that not student. Don't cuss out your students if you a teacher. Please don't do that. Don't don't come to me saying you done got fired from your job because you done cussed out a student. Don't do that. But that coworker, that classmate, that neighbor, hell your spouse. Cuss them out one good time. If you a cusser, if you're not a cusser, don't do it. You ain't gotta. It don't have. To, if you don't have the spirit of cussing within you, don't do it. It don't have to be like that. But go off that one time get it off of you that one time feel free lighten your load release your burden one time in the form of curse words if you're a cursor cursor if you're a cusser if you ain't you know do it do it in the most holy sanctified way you can all right i'm the lord's still working on me okay i ain't reached the holiness of holy sanctified of sanctified anointed of anointed to where i i won't cuss your ass i'm I'm working on that the lord is working on my heart but do what you need to do say a couple woo sides and then take your ass to bed go to bed burden free now see how much better you feel i feel better and i ain't even did nothing i ain't even cussed nobody out or nothing yet let me not say yet i don't want to have to do that but anyway thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of uniquely spoken i love you red people i love you honey buns don't forget to check out the bathroom chronicles podcast or check out kendall's podcast named the bathroom chronicles t-h-e-e 
bathroom, how you normally spell it, and chronicles, how you normally spell it. We went through this in the instruction, in, in the instruction, in just scrolling. I almost messed up the spelling. Don't mind me. But check out, check him out. Like, for real, for true, check him out. Honest to God, good podcast. It's a really good podcast. Um, but hey, I love you red people. I love you honey buns. If you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. Honey buns, your tagline is coming soon. I'm working on that, okay? <laughs> but until next time, please, please, please always remember and never forget L-O-V-E is all we need. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.